the Women Unleashed podcast. Join us as we share with you the fun, confronting, wild, fucked up, epic and raw side of being a woman in today's world. Nothing is off limits. Allow yourself to be inspired to be unleashed. We acknowledge that we are recording our podcast on the traditional country of the Turrbal and Yagara people and pay respect to their elders past and present. We acknowledge and respect their continuing culture and contribution they make to this community. Welcome to the Women Unleashed podcast. I'm super duper duper excited today uh, because we have another special guest with us, Shani Briffer. Welcome to the Women Unleashed podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You are very welcome. And to all of our listeners, uh, Shani is a podcast interviewee virgin. Uh, so, you know, popping that cherry today. Welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> That's okay. You know, I always also do get like a tiny bit nervous, especially when I'm interviewing people that maybe I don't like haven't spoken to that much um, or don't know very well or you know I don't know where this conversation is going to go either Shani so um, but I, I do know a little bit about you and enough to know that I you know wanted you here today and that you have so much to contribute to our listeners and to me I'm sure so oh, thank, thank you. you thank you I'm excited to be here awesome awesome so I'll give everyone a little bit of a backstory about how we met um, yes uh, I was at a, a morning tea at work and a mutual friend of ours asked me, you know, how's the Olympic training, the horses, what are you up to? And I shared about the podcast and uh, he said that he's got this awesome friend who wants to start a podcast. Can you speak to her? And I was like, of course, you know, why not? I love speaking to, to people who want to take themselves on and share and grow and yeah, then you, and you reached out to me and we had a conversation earlier this week. Yes. And I just, I love your energy. I love your drive. Uh, and you said something to me that I, like, I've never heard before. And I was like, damn, this woman's got to go on the podcast. And uh, you said, I want to make gangster money. And I'm in the closet about it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. So today you're coming out. Yes. I, I, um, I do really want to start owning that story. Um, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I've just, um, I get a bit shy about it. I mean, the people that are closest to me, um, know that I'm quite driven, but yeah, recently I've just been saying, yep, I'm going to make gangster money. That's what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. just really mm -hmm. owning that. Yep. Yeah, and look, from experience, like I haven't made gangster money yet either. And, Neither have uh, I. <laughs> I. You know, but I'm on the way. Uh, <laughs> Me too. <but laughs> when I started telling people that I'm going to the Olympics, I'm going to win a gold medal, yeah. people are just like, that's what you're up to. And they start relating to you that way and it's fucking empowering and it's super yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go you. So anyway, that's how we met um, on the screen for people who are uh, watching the video back or any part of the video. It says what you would pronounce as Yanina, your first name. And I called yes. you that for about the first 50 minutes of our conversation. Uh, and then I was like, oh, I didn't ask if that's 
how your name is pronounced, which hot tip when you meet new people, names are super important to people. Like, and uh, it's really important to them that you get them right. Uh, so, Shani, how yeah. do we get from Yanina to Shani? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's such a conundrum. Um, look, it's, um, I was born in Argentina. So I was born in, in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and the name Shanina was very much on trend. Um, and also, for those of you that follow the soccer, Diego Maradona's daughter um, has a very similar name to me. Her name is Janina, uh, but spelt with a G-I in front. Oh. Um, and so my name was really on trend back 40 years ago. And uh, my parents were like, done, let's do that. Let's name her that. Well, actually, it was my <laughs> auntie that really wanted to name me this. Um, and so they named me Shanina. And uh, but when I was three, my parents migrated to Australia and every I've lived a life of people butchering my name. And um, I just like I just gave up teaching people how to do it, and like it was just too much. And then I got confused, and I was like, "What is my name? I don't even know how to say my own name." Like, oh my god, it's just so crazy. Um, and then and then when I was twenty, uh, when I graduated, um, so a bit of background. I um, I, I come from an education background and that's my first passion and love. Um, so I'm, I'm a guidance officer and I work in a public school currently um, mm-hmm. full time. And so once I finished my Bachelor of Education, um, my mum said, you know, as a gift, I'm, as, as your graduation present, I'm going to take you to um, Argentina. And so that was the first time I, I traveled back and it was a big culture shock. And I got oh. there and one of the things that I loved the most was like, um, them seeing my name like on my passport and they were like, oh, hey, Shanina. And I was like, oh, my God, my name is beautiful. <laughs> and it was just, <laughs> it was just <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, they said it right. And then like when I'd go to the hairdressers and book an appointment and they're like, oh, um, what's your name? And I'm like, Shanina. And they'd be like, Y-A-N-I-N-A. And I was like, oh, my God, they can spell my name. They can say my name. And it was the first time I actually fell in love with how people pronounce my name in the, the country that I was born in. Um, and so yeah. now I just go by Shani because that's easy at work. People call me Yanina and that's the story of my name. <laughs> that is so beautiful. What was your experience of yourself when you heard people actually saying your name, Shanina? Oh, it was It was amazing. It was amazing. I was like, oh my God, my parents chose such a beautiful name. Um, And when I had my daughter, I I didn't choose a name that was tricky. I just wanted to choose a universal global name because I didn't Mm. want her to have the struggles that I've had all my life with my name. And so her name is Camilla Mm. and you can say it in every language um, pretty much. (laughs) And um, it's just easy. Yeah. No what weird a great spelling. story you have though about your name. Like you get that's yours forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It's really beautiful. Really beautiful. All right, Shani. So for everyone, it's Shani or Shanina, maybe Yanina if you feel like it, but definitely Shani and Shanina. Okay, so um as you said, you're a guidance officer in a yes. public school. Yes. And that was your first passion, education. Yes. Um and 
I definitely had did not expect you to come out with like I'm up to making gangster money. Yeah. Like that's just was an expectation that I had that I can now see, oh, well, I'll set that to the side. Um, because there's this great opportunity to learn from someone like you and have you inspire me and other women. Where, like, at what point did you say or what was the what was going on in your life or with you for you to kind of, was it start that? Were you like, oh, I need to make gangster money and then you found somewhere to start or you were like, ah, oh, I'm starting because I have this inkling. What like to make money or what is it for you? Like, how did you start? And yeah. Um, well, I, I thought about this and I really wanted to start off by defining what gangster money is to me, what it means to me. Um, and gangster money to me isn't retiring early. It's not quitting my nine to five because my nine to five is my passion. Like it's, it's, um, I, I love being a guidance officer and I don't, ever want to change that and I've chosen a career that I think that I could do until like I'm 70 if I wanted to possibly not full-time but it's not my making gangster money is not making enough money to retire it's making enough money um, to live a life by design and to do whatever I want whenever I want um, to the best of my ability so it's time it's buying back my time it's not a new car it's not like a new watch it's not gucci handbags it's not it's um it's it's buying like a hundred dollars worth of fancy cheese and having my friends in my house it's being able to go to fiji (laughs) with my friends it's um being able to support my family it's um it's it's being able to have my mum in my home when she's wanting to sell her house and I can support her um, Mm -hmm. without having to worry financially. It's about taking my husband and my daughter Camilla to Argentina when when we want and to be able to connect with her roots. Um, That's what gangster money is to me. Um, mm, thank and you for defining that. <laughs> awesome. So, um, yeah, so my journey. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I've always been kind of driven. I've always been kind of like I know what I want and I'm, I'm going to go for that. Um, and initially it was education. I went and I, I, I went and got a Bachelor of Education and then I was like, oh, well, yeah, I, I love teaching. I love teaching, but I think I want to have career progression. And so I went and did my master's of of education and became a guidance officer. And then the day after I graduated, I actually got um, a position in a little tiny town called Ravensow, which is on the Atherton Tablelands, two hours southwest of Cairns. And I was like, so remote. And um, at the time I was 29 and it was at a time actually where I wasn't dating anyone. I had so many failed relationships and I was like, no man is going to come save me. No man is going to come save me. I've got to build an empire myself. <laughs> You're not the only one. Okay. And there's many women out there like that. Yes. And so I, um, I said, yeah, because at the time that was – what I kind of like, that was the next step to like freedom. Like I, it it was really good. It was, I was on a really good wage. Um, 
and um, EQ, Education Queensland, would pay for my accommodation pretty much. It was cheap living and I was like, let's do it. Let's go and hoard some money and um, bring it back to Brisbane and buy a house. That's what I originally did. And so then on my journey, I met my husband, we bought a house and that was our first nest egg. And then life just kept happening. And three years ago, um, three years ago, pretty much exactly February, it was, we had heard of COVID, COVID had hit. um, And it was, we had just started hearing that it was on our shores. Like the ships had just come into like Sydney Harbour. There were talks of people having COVID there, um, but it hadn't hit Brisbane yet. Um, And so I went to a seminar called Success Resources. And basically, it was just a whole bunch of entrepreneurs selling their products. And I sat through it. And that that seminar that, you know, four hours changed my mindset, changed my life forever. Wow. In four hours. That is four nuts. hours. It, it, it's actually, yeah. it was only like a 15 minute presentation that changed my life. The four hours were fun, but it was actually 15 minutes 15 that minutes changed it. it. Yeah, incredible. So I just want to pause there and have everyone present to the impact you can make in the world in such a short period of time. Yeah. So 15 minutes. 15 and minutes. Life is, for, is forever altered. Yes, 15 That's minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, give us an insight into the mindset in which you walked into that seminar. Okay, so I walked in because um, many of you guys would know Tom Bilyeu was headlining it. Um, So he's a motivational speaker. He's pretty big on socials, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, yeah, I'll pay, um, I think it was like 40 bucks a ticket. And it was for, it was nothing, just yeah. just before Valentine's Day, and I said to mm-hmm. my husband, um, "I've bought us tickets to this. This is what we're going to do." And he rolled his mm-hmm. eyes and he's like, "I don't want to do this. This is not my idea of celebrating like anything." And I'm like, "Well, this is what we're going to do." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so pause there, right? Like, there's a juxtaposition because some people would be attending that seminar like him, like, "This is not my idea of." bloody what valentines and as if and this is not romantic i don't need this i don't want this but i'm gonna go with you anyway he yeah. was kicking pretty much kicking and screaming the whole way and rolling his eyes and this is like <laughs> this is ridiculous this is so annoying i hate this so much <laughs> yeah and you're there going like what are you saying to him come on babe it's gonna be what are you like yeah. yeah, I was like, come on, this is what I want to do for Valentine's. Can you can you just do it for me? And he's just such an incredible um, husband. And he's like, fine. He gave in. And we went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. And so you rock up there. And are, rock up. Are you, hope, uh, are you hopeful? Are you like um, real open? It sounds like you're open. You're like, this is, you know, is there something here for me to discover? Or what's your version of it? I. I didn't actually have any expectations. I just went. Mm-hmm. I just went mm-hmm. because I, you know, I had established my career. I don't want career progression in education at all. Mm. I want to be a guidance officer until I retire. Like, I, I don't want to be a deputy principal. I don't want to work for region. I don't want career progression there. I want to be 
seeing kids, counseling kids, looking after their well-being and, and mental health one-on-one. Like, I don't, I don't want anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't want any other job in education. But mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to drive and leverage some of that income into something else as well. Like mm-hmm. my side hustles. Okay. Like, I knew I wanted to yeah. grow. Um, but I didn't have any expectations, nor did I... Im- nor was I like, this is going to change my life. This is going to be it. I just went, I just walked through a door and I was sitting there and like a couple of hours in this guy comes in and he knows, he knows very well. I've always sent back that energy. I always like you changed my life. You changed my life. Um, and so this guy called Graham home who, um, you can find him on socials. Um, he came on the stage and he just had such a booming voice and dropped F-bombs, like didn't give a crap what, <laughs> yeah, you know, anybody You can anybody swear on thought. this podcast, by the way. Yeah, You can swear on here. It's okay. <laughs> he was like, you know, F the banks. And, and I was like, oh, okay. And, um, and he just talked basically his strategy was how to pay your mortgage down instead of 30 years, pay it down in five to seven to 10 years and how to do that and how his, his message was, his clearest message was interest is calculated daily. And that changed, that statement changed my life. I was like, oh, (coughs) oh, it's calculated daily. It means that if I'm pouring all my income into the house, the home loan, I can actually pay it down quicker without changing my lifestyle instead of just, you know, getting paid and then putting your money into the mortgage, you know, X amount into the mortgage. If you put all the money into your, into your mortgage and then use a credit card to like your, your spending and then pay your credit pack off, that just reduces. Mm -hmm. And that, and I did that literally for like two months and legit 20 grand appeared in my bank account in two months (laughs) I had 20 grand saved wow and that's that my husband and that's every day reducing your interest off your loan that 20 grand each day that you're building it up yeah yeah and that's that my husband so just before going to the seminar my husband quit his job he was on Mm -hmm. 80 grand a year and he quit his Mm -hmm. job because it was night shift and he quit his job to study full time. Oh, cool. Wow. So yeah. in two months on pretty much one income, yeah. we were yeah. able to do that by just listening to what Graham said. And then mm. um, uh, then COVID hit and we were all on lockdown. And then he um, sent out like an online course. It was $500. And I was like, I want to do it. And so I did it and it just taught me so much. And with and then I started reading. Like I guess the key thing, the key message is like I'm no financial expert. Like my skill set um lies in education um and and guidance and well-being of our beautiful, beautiful teenagers. Um and so that's where my skill set lies. I certainly don't my skill set doesn't lie in finances, but what I did is I educated myself from that moment after hearing Graham speak, I spent Mm -hmm. about 10 months eating, like 
educating myself as much as possible, listening to as many property podcasts as I could, listening to everything mm. he had to say, going online, um, connecting with real estate agents, um, hunting and hunting and hunting um, until I found my first investment property. Yeah, magic. And I love what you said, you know, you weren't an expert in finances. You're not, a, like, that's not your expertise. Education is. And you don't need to be an expert in yeah. finances to yeah. do what it is that you're doing and to become financially free. You're doing something you love already. And that yeah. just, you know, in one way, it powers you to be doing, like, causing the financial gangster money that you want in your life. So that's incredible. So incredible. So like, I just, yeah, I love, because sometimes for people like the exclamation marks aren't obvious, right? And so it's like walking in with an open mind, have not having an expectation that this is going to change your life. Because I think yeah. I, I've done that before. I've walked into programs going like, oh, fuck, you know, I hope this thing works on me. Um, and that says a lot about like what my mindset is like rather than, or, and was like and sometimes is when I eat too many chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, you just – no expectation. Take it or leave it. Whatever you get, you get. Anything Anything you get is a plus. You know, if you get a comfy yeah. chair, tick, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just being really open-minded with this so commitment open. to go, yeah, I'm going to cause something for my life and I don't actually know what that looks like. Like, that is the end of part one of two with Shani Briffer. Please come back next week and hear what she has to offer. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. <laughs>